Nowadays, there's stuff, and there's stuff you don't need to know. A podcast that talks about geek and nerd culture and brings you the things that you want to hear about. What's up, know-it-alls? you got stuff you don't need to know. I'm Jay, and let's get down to it. So if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that lately I've been very lucky to talk to a lot of different content creators, uh, comic writers, comic artists, uh, a couple of YouTubers. And if you listen to my last episode, I actually got to talk to a witch, and we discussed Wicca for the month of October and Halloween. Today, I'm really, really honored because uh, if you follow my Instagram page, I every week when I kind of collect my comics. I like to show off the ones uh, that I do collect. And this year from Scout Comics, um, a comic uh, by the name of Yasmin really caught my attention. And even though issue three is coming out this week, uh, I'm only two issues in. And this is such an amazing story. I was very lucky to reach out to the writer, Saif Ahmed. And Saif is joining us today to discuss to discuss the comics, their career, and everything like that there. So, Safe, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's definitely my pleasure. So, really, before we get into discussing Yasmin, one of the first questions I like to ask uh, somebody that's involved in comics is, is you know, when you were younger, did you, did you read comics? Uh, and if you did, what were some of the comics that you read and kind of had an impact on you? Well, uh, I grew up in Iraq, so we didn't have access to a lot of comics, but uh, like mm-hmm. there was a few used comics of DC comics we used to get them in Arabic, but not like, uh, you know, monthly issues, just like three or four issues every year. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I read, I read the, uh, the Justice League and Batman. It was sometimes like they are used. We get it. We get them used. So sometimes I don't know what's the ending. It's already torn. <laughs> so oh, just no. like fan- fantasize what's the ending gonna be so i yeah well that's great now did you did you know right away at a young age that you wanted to write or be involved in comics or is this something that came later well i i was obsessed with the tv more mostly tv shows and movies Mm -hmm. and like when i was a teenager i started uh, writing my own screenplays like just with pencil in arabic you just write them write them down, I like end up with like 13, almost 13 uh, script. So when I came to the to the US, I tried to pursue a career in uh, in screenwriting. But you know okay. how difficult that is. Sure. So yeah, and especially I live in Oregon, I can't move to to California to Hollywood. <laughs> so I like made the, the transition of like producing my own s- stories through comics. And how did you how did you go about breaking into the comic book business? Like, um, did you send your stories out to different companies? Did you have an agent? Kind of how did you how did you get started? Well, no, no agent, just by myself. I I first I wrote a superhero story with uh, another Italian artist, but he was committed to work in Italy, so like we end up like with four pages only. Mm-hmm. For a whole year, I only have four pages. So mm. as I was ri- working with him, I started writing Yasmin. And I was so lucky to find Fabiana. She was passionate and about this uh, project, and she was so fast. 
So like, we end up with the issue one and we start pitching it to, to the comic book publishers. Yeah. And like I said up top, uh, Yasmin is actually put out by, by Scout Comics, which is an amazing company. And, uh, you know, before, before we got started here, I was talking to Safe, you know, kind of offline. And I was saying that, I mean, Fabiana's art, I mean, I really feel and, 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 you know, I definitely want to get your input on it. I really feel that her art really captures the story. It, it just, it, it fits perfectly. I, I feel. Yeah. When, when I was like first starting the, the story before I picked the artist, I was like uh, seeing a lot of like, I was deleting a lot of dialogue because it wasn't necessary. And like, especially mm -hmm. as I mean, in the beginning of her story, she, she must be silent a lot. So yes. I I knew that I need an artist like who has to nail the facial expressions to give the feelings that I want to convey without any words. And I was so lucky finding Fabiana. She she's amazing with the, with facial expressions and details. Absolutely. And um I guess really now is probably a good time to transition into it. So Really, if you could just kind of give a quick summary for people that haven't read the comic yet, you know, what is the story of Yasmin about? Well, basically, the story of Yasmin, it deals with the uh, ISIS attack on north of Iraq and mm -hmm. the city that I'm, I'm dealing with is Mosul. And the people in it and Yasmin is what she was a teenager in, in Mosul having uh, a normal life. And after the attack of uh, of ISIS, her family had to flee. But uh, in the process, she, uh, she wasn't able to. So she w was stuck there as a slave for two years. And then the the events uh, the events of the issue shows how she uh, end up escaping uh, uh, slavery and. Uh, reunite with her family in the US. So I I do it in two timelines as as a captive during 2 years in Iraq and her process of going back to rejoining her family and and just having a normal life and the impact of the past 2 years on her on her li normal life in America. So I think this is actually a really good time to kind of ask you um about the influence of yasmin did you know a yasmin was this kind of an uh, amalgamation of different people that you knew back in iraq what was sort of what sort of led you to write this story well after watching a lot of uh news coverage iraqi news coverage of what happened in Mosul, north of iraq i i was uh, i was living in baghdad when this attack happened and I, I saw what happened to a lot of women. And I talked to uh, people who flee from Mosul, mostly men, mm -hmm. uh, who, who, talk, who talked about the crimes that happened in Mosul. So it, you, you just feel with, uh, full of guilt that, that this, this, like you escaped this, especially after I came to America and mm -hmm. life is normal here. And you just, you you realize there is people who still living this this hell while you were i was able to escape so i just thought of my daughter of my and my wife and what happened what if that happened to them and i just that's the way i i made myself care more and i just want to share that with the world just make them care
of what's happening. Absolutely. And I mean, this, this is a story. I mean, I, I'm going to be honest. When I saw this in my local comic shop and based on the art that I saw on the cover, I almost, my very, very, very first impression was, is I sort of, I sort of thought that this might be a reimaging or a reimagination of maybe like an Islamic or an Iraqi folktale until I really kind of focused and saw what, what was actually happening on the cover. And you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's a very beautiful story and I'm a father as well. And yeah, I mean, this is a story that needs to be told. Do you get any feedback? Because from my point of view, as an American reading this, one of the things that I feel is I feel that everybody really needs to read this story because, you know, unfortunately there's a huge misunderstanding. And I think misunderstanding is a very polite way of saying this, but I think there's a lot of people have a big misunderstanding of refugees that fled from ISIS and having a lot of misconceptions about them. I mean, clearly in this story, just, just focusing, and I'm really going to try not to get choked up just thinking about this story. I apologize, but just seeing in these first few issues, what Yasmin went through and trying to adapt to her way of life here. I think if anybody read this, they would really have to stop all their misconceptions about really, you know, what, what refugees went through to come here and really just kind of open our doors and really let them in to, because they, they, it, it really clearly, it was hell. It, like what Yasmin goes through is, is hell. And even that I think is a light way of putting it because it's, to me, it's worse than hell. But have you gotten feedback like that from non-Islamic readers or, or American readers? Have you gotten positive feedback like that from them? Yeah, I, 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 I read a lot of nice reviews about Yasmin and the uh, people are getting what, what the point that I try to make that these are people who, who, who didn't want to leave their home. Like they had a great life mm -hmm. there. Some, some actually like try to get to, to Western countries to have a better life. Uh, but some people, most people uh, are happy with the way they are living in their country. But they are forced to leave their country because of war and persecution, and uh, and they just trying to carve a, a new life for them in the in in the Western world, where they just mm -hmm. can live at peace. Yeah, I mean, because when you read the first issue and you see the life that Yasmin and her family had, you know, before the fall of Mosul, I mean. It's a life that they have had absolutely no reason to leave. I believe the mother was, um, she was an engineer. Um, they had just bought a very beautiful house. And in a way, Yasmin kind of reminded me of almost kind of like westernized women. Like she, she was a bit spoiled and, you know, her father treated her like a princess, kind of gave her whatever she wanted. It's not like she wanted to leave. I mean, she really did have to leave. I think another good thing that this points out is I think a lot of people, kind of see, you know, Islam as, well, you know, it's, you know, why would there be this conflict between Islamic people? But really, you know, because Yasmin is, is Shiite and, um, the ISIS, ISIS, when they come in, they're mostly Sunni. And, you know, to, to just to see that conflict, I mean, I think that's another great thing that you told in this story, really kind of bringing that to light that it's not, you know, this, this is why they had to flee, really. I mean, I think that was, that was an amazing thing to show. Yeah. The, the, the biggest victims of 
terrorism are Muslims themselves. That's the thing. That's what mm-hmm. I want to show in the story. Like, the, like half, almost half a million people died in Iraq since the 2003 war. Uh, this is a giant number it died because of sectarian violence and terrorism. So the violence of Al-Qaeda and ISIS is uh, mostly directed toward Muslims themselves. And there, there is some, uh, some victims of the Western world, but, but, uh, but mostly it's Muslims who, who, who die from, from this conflict, who are the victims of, of ISIS and Al-Qaeda. Absolutely. And in the first issue, you see it when when ISIS is approaching Mosul and, you know, um, pretty much, you know, the army that's set to defend them is is, is fleeing and, and, and all the Shias are trying to flee and her uncle is trying to get her out and they get stopped. And he tries to have a philosophical or a religious discussion with the young men that are holding, basically saying, you know, Shiite Sunni, there's come on, you know, there's really no difference. And they just, I mean, it's horrific what happens there. And then what that leads to for Yasmin. And I think that's a great thing to show that, yeah, you know, I think the perception over here is that groups like ISIS and Al Qaeda are out to get, they're out to get us here in America. But really, it's, it's, they, they inflicted a lot of damage and a lot of, just, just very horrific things to really their own people, and I, I think that's just a great thing to, yeah. to really show everybody. Um, yeah, this 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 uh, mm-hmm. checkpoint sequence. It's it's called the fake checkpoint, which is a, a checkpoint that held by terrorists, not the by the, by the police or the army. We call it in Iraq fake checkpoints, and they are absolutely terrifying. And it's like I base this story of, uh, of a real fake checkpoint that I got caught into where they were oh looking God. of the basically I am a Sunni and it was the, the opposite way that was a, a Shia militia who looking for Sunnis and they were asking are you all Shia or Sunni to, to the like it was a it was a bus and they were asking us one by one if we're Shia and Sunni and if they like asked me a few more questions i of course i lied but if they mm-hmm. asked me a few more questions they would you know knew that i'm sunni and mm-hmm. it would have been at the end of me so this conversation that the uncle say to the to the terrorist is like something i like romanticize saying it if they call me and i'll probably end up just like the uncle end up I, I mean, it's, it's amazing. You know, you, like you're saying, I mean, I've, you know, never had to, to even experience anything remotely. And I'm, again, I'm very sorry that, that, you know, you, you had to go through that. Yeah. I mean, I think in a situation like that, I would, in my mind, I would love to say what the uncle said to really remain calm. And, and again, Fabiana's art really captures it because Yasmin is silent the entire time, but you see. I mean, you see the terror on her face. I mean, you in yeah. her body language. It's 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 just it's a very powerful scene. And you know, in in future issues, you know, issue two, and I'm sure in, in the upcoming issues, I mean, you're going to see more of that. How how many issues uh, do you have planned out for Yasmin, or how many how many issues will this story take? It's a six issue uh, series. I already like finished the the art of all of them. 
and mm-hmm. uh, lettering is all already done but the lettering for of the last issue which is like the longest is going to be 30 pages it's still wow. uh, you know going to be done but yeah the story all it's it's finished oh that's i i, I, I... So, yeah mm-hmm. yeah cuz issue 3 uh is definitely is coming out this week i can't i can't wait uh i can't wait to to get it and i really i honestly i urge people that if you've not familiar with this uh, Scout Comics does have a website. You know they have back issues on sale. I I highly recommend reading this. Um, talking about something maybe a little more a little more pleasant or, or or a little more happier. If you had a chance, you know, and again you talked about growing up in Iraq and and getting your your hands on some DC comics and things. But um, if you had a chance to take any character or or team or anything that's currently out there right now and to write um you know a run maybe a 20 or 25 you know issue run is there any sort of dream dream comic that you would love to to work for or write for well i i don't really like Right now, I don't really read a lot of Marvel and DC. I I read the classic mm-hmm. ones like The Killing Joke and The Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Batman. Batman is very interesting to me and his relationship to the Joker. I like. I have I have a, a story of their relationship, but uh, like a graphic novel. But I don't mm-hmm. know if I ever gonna you know write it. You never know. Never <laughs> never say never. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now that you've wrapped up on Yasmin, uh, you know, and again, issue three is coming out of six. What's next for you? Are you working on anything else uh, right now? Well, I I want to work with Fabiana again. So I like I pitched her about uh, 14, 10 to 14 stories that just concepts. Mm-hmm. And she picked she's hesitant between two of them. And uh, we were planning on next year on just do the pitch for them. And hopefully we land a publisher. They're both, uh, one is uh, sci-fi and the other mm-hmm. one, it's like near future global event, something like uh, like uh, the Chernobyl, the series, but uh, okay. something, something in space that will, you know, uh, mm-hmm. start a global incident. Uh, that definitely sounds very interesting. So before I wrap things up here, Safe, where can people find you on Instagram or, you know, kind of, you can kind of give out your, your social media and definitely in the description, the podcast description and on my Instagram page, I'll definitely put up your Instagram, but where can people find you if they want to reach out, uh, and, and message you? Well, uh, on my Twitter, uh, Safe A. Ahmed, uh, I don't know the, like the extension to that. Just, just search Safe A. Ahmed. <laughs> You'll find me. Yeah, it's, yes, uh, and and it's, uh, yeah, it's at a safe a one. Yeah, that's a weird code. <laughs> and yeah. definitely, just just read the podcast description. I'll put up safe's um, Instagram, and you know, you get to see what he's up to, and and uh, you'll you'll see some screenshots <laughs> of Yasmin. And and again, I really encourage people if you've if you're not familiar with this, go to. This, uh, scoutcomics.com, uh, look in their store, look for back issues. It's, it's absolutely amazing. And, uh, I hope when things clear up, when COVID and everything clears up, I do hope safe that you do go to some 
some conventions and things and hopefully some that are out here because if you do i'm going to tell you i'm going to have all my issues ready because i definitely want them signed when i see you of, of um, course of course i would love to where is here where where which state are you <laughs> i'm 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 out in new jersey so i'm on the oh. other side of the u.s oh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you never you never know i might make it out west uh for for a big convention <laughs> yeah that would be great Absolutely. So once again, uh, I want to thank Saif Ahmed for, for joining me and talking about Yasmin. And guys, as always, do me a favor, head on over to Instagram. Stuff you don't need to know is there. I post pictures about the content that I talk about. Know it all. Thanks for listening. And I'll talk to you guys later. Tell you remember when you